Here's three tips for aspiring solopreneurs. This is Mega Maker, episode 46. Ah. Hey, what's up, Mega Makers? Happy Friday. Friday, March 3rd, 2017. Uh, I'm Justin Jackson. If you want to know more about me or want to say hi, reach out on Twitter. I'm the letter M, the letter I, Justin, M-I, Justin. And I love hearing from listeners right when they're listening. So if you can hear me in your ear holes right now, somewhere in the world, just get on Twitter, say, hey, I'm listening to the show while I'm walking the dog or while I'm doing some gymnastics. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, I want to hear from you. Um, back in January, I got to hang out with my buddy Levi Allen. Just realized I got to add this to my vlog. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Levi Allen. It is cold here, man. British Columbia. Jewel of the Okanagan, but also really cold right now. He is an incredible young filmmaker, and he's working on a new series on these people that do these crazy highline slack lines. And he was in town, and so we went for lunch. And a lot of what we talked about was making an independent living from the things you create. And it's interesting, you know, I'm 36, he's 22. But we're both at a very similar stage in that this past year was our first year kind of going independent, making an independent living from the things we create. He makes films. I make digital products like software and online training. But there's a lot of similarities. And I wanted to share three lessons that came up during our conversation. The first thing is that if you are a solo business person, you need to have a revenue pipeline. You need to have something every month that's generating enough money for you to live on. And I think one of the mistakes I made this past year is for six months, I just did a ton of exploration and kind of creative things that I just needed to get out of my system. But in retrospect, I should have been working on building the products and kind of leading up to the launches that were actually going to provide the income for the business. And I didn't really start doing that until June. So I, I spent six months not doing anything that related directly to earning revenue. Revenue is the lifeline of your business. And so really, you need to be thinking about that all the time. How am I going to earn revenue next month? And what do I need to do today to make sure that happens? The second thing that came up is this old business idea of strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And to self-evaluate where your business falls in those categories. And so, for example, for Levi, one of his strengths is that he's young, uh, he doesn't have kids, he doesn't have a mortgage, so his costs are quite low. 
Another one of his strengths is he just hit 10,000 YouTube subscribers this year. And the opportunity is he thinks he could hit 100,000. It's also important to think about the threats to your business. And one I think that solopreneurs don't uh, consider enough is the idea that they could get sick. When the whole business is reliant on you, if you get sick, the business doesn't run. So one of the ways you can counteract that threat is to save up three months worth of expenses. So every once in a while, go through that exercise. Think about your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. And you want to leverage the strengths and the opportunities, and you want to minimize and counteract the weaknesses and the threats. And the last thing we talked about was funnels. And basically, a funnel is a marketing idea, which is at the top of the funnel, you have all the people visiting your website or your YouTube channel. And then the next stage is, you know, people signing up for your email list or subscribing to your YouTube channel. And at the end is somebody becoming a customer. And so usually it kind of narrows down from a bunch of people down to, you know, a small group of people who are willing to take out their wallets and pay you for something you've created. One thing that people don't consider is the how big the top of your funnel has to be if you are targeting different audiences. If your audience is consumers, and in particular, 11-year-olds who play Minecraft, the top of your funnel, the number of people you need to have visiting your YouTube channel or visiting your website needs to be in the millions. So PewDiePie. My name is PewDiePie. And Sunday, and all of these people who have built a business off that, they need to have millions and millions of viewers visiting their YouTube channel every day in order for that to work because they're getting paid through YouTube ads, which are, you know, pennies a view. Uh, They're getting paid through brand deals and the brands only care about you if you have millions of views, etc. So they need to optimize for millions of people at the top of their funnel. Whereas someone like me, a lot of my customers are businesses. So the top of my funnel can be a lot smaller. I could have a thousand people going to my YouTube channel and a hundred of them could become customers, but because they're paying so much for the services and products I'm providing them, I don't need as many people at the top and I don't need as many people who actually become customers, if that makes sense. And so think about that before you get into a business or before you choose a particular kind of customer, how big of a funnel you're going to need at the top. If you're B2B, business to business, your funnel at the top can be a lot smaller than if you're trying to be the next Casey Neistat. So those were just a few thoughts I recorded back in January after hanging out with Levi. You should definitely go check out his website. It is leftcoast.co and check out the new Slack Life series he's producing. Now, on that topic, we also discussed YouTube a bunch. And I think next episode, I'm going to dig into that a little bit more because I've been experimenting with YouTube this year. Here's a little bit of my conversation with Levi. I think I slept on YouTube too long. Yeah. And one thing that worried me was Twitter was getting less, you know, it might, it might go away. 
Yeah. And so I put all this effort into Twitter. Got 10,000 followers there, but I don't have any. Um, I don't have anyone on YouTube or anywhere else. Right. And when I looked at where my family's spending time, my wife, my kids, it's YouTube. Yeah. Multiple, like, videos after videos every yeah. day. And I'm like, if I'm going to be anywhere, i got to be there. So stay tuned for that next Friday. In the meantime, you can go check out what I'm doing on YouTube. It's just youtube.com slash Justin Jackson. It's been fun. At the beginning of the year, I set some new goals for 2017. You can see those at megamaker.co slash list. One of them was to get to 1,000 subscribers by the end of June. So go to youtube.com slash Justin Jackson. See how I'm doing with that goal. Folks, thanks so much for listening to this show. It is hosted, not toasted, on simplecast.fm. Now you can get all the show notes at podcast.megamaker.co. So these notes will be podcast.megamaker.co slash 46. That's the music you're listening to right now. That's striker-metal.com. They've got a brand new album out. Go check it out. Go download it. Go stream it on Spotify. Uh, Go buy it on iTunes. They're also on tour. I heard from some German Megamaker fans, Benedict in particular, who says Striker is coming to their hometown. So go and check out their tour dates. And yeah, until next Friday, I'll I'll see you then. Reach out to me on Twitter. Letter M, letter I, Justin. Talk to you soon.